Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. Sorry I'm late, actually. Um, I actually just woke up. Um, For some reason, I've been so lazy all weekend. I haven't left my house since Friday. Friday was the last time I actually used my car. Um, I was in all day yesterday, and today I've been in, and I just, like, fell asleep watching Rescue Rangers with Disney Plus. Hey, Disney Plus. And um, woke up, and I was like, oh, my God, I missed the showtime. So I decided to just start the show now. Why not? Um, thank you for joining me. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Demi Morgan. Um, I just wanted to, okay, I really have to apologize. My neighbor upstairs, the noisy neighbor, he has not only decided to blast his music, but he thinks it's okay to start dancing. And if his heavy walking wasn't bad, his dancing is atrocious. It's like listening to an elephant march across the floor. He is just horrible. And it's funny. When I want to listen to music, I put my earbuds in. But I guess when he wants to listen to music, he is going to blast his music. And then the one time... I actually did confront him. It wasn't like a confrontation because I'm not like a bitch like he is. Um, I opened the front door and I'm like trying to listen like, what the hell is that noise? And he opened the front door at the same time to do something else. And he was like, oh, that's not me. Um, That that noise is just, you know, like, I I don't know who it is, but I just have a tiny little speaker. Uh, No, I think you have Bose surround sound, you fucking jerk. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, I just can't see it. And, oh, this pissed me off so much. So, y'all know I'm petty, okay? I am petty. I don't mind acknowledging that. I am petty. But I'm petty in my own way. I'm not petty in the way that I do things purposely to piss someone off. I'm petty in, I'll open my front door to leave work. He'll open his, and I'll just slowly close mine and lock it. And then after I hear that he's downstairs, I'll open it, and then I'll go out. So that's what happened one time. It was last week. He was coming out at the same time I was. So, of course, you know, I closed the door and I locked it right in his face, just so that he knows I don't like him. So he walks downstairs. I walk downstairs. I'm walking to my car. He sees me and he smiles at me. And he's like mouthing the words, hi. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Knowing that you are a dick, knowing that you are doing things on purpose to annoy, offend, and blah, 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 and make my day bad, you want to say hi to me like we're friendly neighbors? Like, fuck you. So I just like didn't even, I don't, I don't show him any emotion. I don't show him anger. I don't show him 
anything. I just, like, turned my head and walked to my car. And under my breath, I was like, this fucking asshole. So he knows what he's doing. That's what makes it even worse, that he knows what he's doing and he doesn't care. But um, I fully believe in karma. So, um, yeah, I don't. I'm not worried about him. He's not going to ruin my day ever. Um, most of the time, which I've been lucky enough to experience this, when he does this, like, loud music thing, he does it for a couple of hours, and then he, like, poops out, and then he does something else. And he's, like, all quiet. And then you hear, like, the feet shuffling and all this other shit. I don't know. I seriously think he, like, weighs, like, 150,000 pounds. I don't know. Anyway, enough about him. So I did my first volunteer um, volunteer work at um, this place called Lombardo's on um, Thanksgiving Day. Woke up early, got dressed, volunteered from 9 to 11. Um, it was fun. It was kind of nostalgic, too, because I had been to Lombardo's before, Um and what I did there, when I went to Lombardo's the first time back in 2010, I spent five days there filming Here Comes the Boom. And I met one of my friends, um, Will, that I'm still friends with. So it was weird being back there, seeing some changes. And, yeah, it was really weird. And um, one of the owners came up to me and was like, hey, you know, hi, I'm one of the owners. Uh, thanks for volunteering. Um, it was a cool experience. I, I definitely will do it again, most definitely. Um, it was nice being able to help somebody else. All, all I did was help set up and serve a couple, like I served coffee and I served tea. That's all I did, but I felt like I, like, I don't know, I felt like I stepped out of myself a little bit. And I was happy to do that, you know. Um, I don't know. I was I was really feeling good about myself when I drove. So after that, I drove to my sister's, hung out with her for a couple hours. Then I had to race over to my aunt, hang out with her uh, before she left. Because originally, I was going to um, – go to my aunt's uh, the day after Thanksgiving, but found out that my aunt was leaving to Boston on the day after Thanksgiving. So I had to see her the day of Thanksgiving because I hadn't seen her in like a year. So I went to um, see her and it was so nice to just hang out with my aunts and uncles and uh, and then I went back to my sister's house and stayed there for overnight and took my nephew the next day to see Knives Out, which I will get to. And, you know, no matter what type of day you have, no matter what type of person you think you are, kids can see through you. I just, you know, want everybody to know that kids are not stupid. They can see if you're a good person, if you're a bad person. So... On Thanksgiving Day, I was at my sister's, then my aunt, then back to my sister's. On the day after Thanksgiving, I went to the movies with my nephew, then saw my other sister, 
then went back to my other sister's and then drove home. My point is, at both of my sister's house and at my aunt's house, there were kids there. And the kids really, truly, honestly were happy to see me, were excited to see me. And I'm like, wow. Like, I felt so, like, I hadn't been around people that were happy to see me, that were wanted to be around me in, a, in the way that they wanted to, commanded my attention, wanted to, you know, show me their, their toys, wanted to show me their cartwheels, wanted to, you know, and I'm just like, wow, this felt so good. No matter what happens to me in the world, I am single, but I am not alone. And I wanted to reiterate that to all my other single friends who sometimes get down on themselves and, you know, oh, I'm not in a relationship. You're not in a relationship, but you have family, you have friends. And, um, yeah, so shout out to my friend Carmen. She had a successful, speaking of someone who has friends and family, she had a successful surgery. She's back. Um, I think she's at the Airbnb now, and she's walking around a little bit. She's still in a lot of pain, but she definitely is feeling really good. And I just thank you, everybody, for your thoughts and prayers. And she's doing so good. And, um, yeah, thank you, everyone. I just want to give you that quick update. Um, so on track with my pettiness, I want to go back a little, um, (laughs) something petty happened, but my pettiness got me a win though. I will say that. So I was going to discuss this last week, but I completely forgot to. So I was, I got a new phone. I got a new phone recently. I went from Android back to the iPhone. Now, the story with that is I was with T-Mobile for five, five, six years. And then in 2010, I switched to AT&T so I can get the iPhone. I really wanted the iPhone. Was with them for three years. And then uh, in March 2013, I was like, I've had it. They're expensive. Their calls drop all the time. I just, I want to go back to T-Mobile. So I went back to T-Mobile and I went back to the Android. No, I'm sorry. I didn't go back to the Android that time. Um, So I went back to the Android, or stupid. I went back to T-Mobile in 2013. And then I started playing the Kim Kardashian Hollywood game. Of course, you know, I watched the show. Why wouldn't I play the game? So in 2014, I started playing the game, got addicted, all the way up to 2016. Um, In between there, I switched to an Android. And then I just got annoyed with the game because, well, number one, I was spending real money. (laughs) And number two, it was just like one of those things where I'd gotten so far in the game, um, being that I was the first, like, I don't think I... All right, let me back up. I don't think I was the first person to play it, but I was, like, one of those people that um, when it first came out, I'm the one that started to play it. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't think I was one of the first, but when it first came out, (laughs) I'm talking in circles. I don't know. Anyway, 
So I was just like, all right, I'm done with it. The thing that really bugged me about the game was that when you would finish one challenge, three more would pop up, and it was just like constant. And I have slight OCD, so I never was able to just have zero assignments. And so I was just like, that's it. I'm done with the game. I'm finished. I'm done. So I deleted it and um, moved on. Didn't sign in. Fast forward to last month when I got my new phone. I was like, oh, well, you know, I haven't played the Kim Kardashian game in a long time. I'm just going to log back in with my old stuff. It didn't allow me to log back in, so I had to start all over. And I was like, shit, I spent all that money. I was so pissed off. So I contacted customer service. Finally, they said, all right, we got, I'm not going to, the long story short, they asked me to show them receipts of all of the money that I spent. So it ended up being that they were going to put X amount of K-stars, which are like, um, I can't explain K-stars. K-stars are like stuff that you buy in the game that's like super expensive. And it's not related to cash. It's, I don't know. And then um, energy is how – so you can use five energies to do a task inside of an assignment. You get a total of 10 of, let's say, no, 20 energies to do a whole assignment. Figure out, like, I don't know. So if you use all that energy, you have to wait for it to build back up. Well, I was at, like, I don't even know what energy I was at. So they told me that they were going to give me a certain amount of energy. For two weeks, I kept fighting with them. They were saying, we put it on your account. I'm like, no, you didn't. We put it on your account. No, you didn't. We put it on your account. I don't know what you want. No, you didn't. I'm, I'm not contacting you because you did, and, and I'm not trying to steal anything. No, nope, we put it on your account. So I contacted the Better Business Bureau because I went back and forth with them. I was just livid, and they had – they had a couple of Better Business Bureau complaints. So I was like, good, maybe I will shock their system. It worked. They ended up contacting me saying, hey, we did it, but I see that no activity moved after we did it. So here's your stuff that we promised you. And I was like, oh, finally. The point of me telling that story is that if you ever feel like somebody is taking advantage of you, or if you feel like someone isn't doing what they promised that they would do for you, do not let that go. Work them to the bone because you deserve it, especially if they have said, like, I didn't ask for anything. I didn't ask for them to put that. That was one of the tech people's suggestions. They told me, hey, I think someone's in your account. Go ahead and Give me all the receipts that you have. I, I don't think she expected me to have all the receipts, but I did save them. And she ended up doing it. But um, if somebody says that they're going to give you something and they don't, do not be a nice person about it. Ride them until they do. And if they still don't, go above them. My above them was the Better Business Bureau because – I saw that the Better Business Bureau had sent them a message saying, within days, the Better Business Bureau sent them a message. And then I saw the message from them, okay, we will investigate the situation. And the next day after he sent that is when he contacted me. So do not ever, 
ever let somebody pull the wool over your eyes, blow smoke up your ass. Don't do it. Fight for what you believe in. Fight for what you want. Fight for what they tell you that they're going to give you. You don't have to be an asshole. I didn't curse at anybody. I just kept saying over and over. And then I thought, all right, let me think outside of the box because this isn't working. I'll just, you know, I contacted them through Instagram. I contacted them through um, Netflix. Or not Netflix. That was stupid. Through um, Twitter. I contacted them through Facebook. They wouldn't respond. And then when they would respond, oh, we did it. We did it. So finally I saw outside the box and I'm like, how else can I get their attention? And when I saw on the Better Business Bureau that they had other complaints, I was like, this is perfect. This will get the fire under their ass. And it did. So that's the only way, reason why I mention it. Um, I know I say it's petty because, I mean, it's a freaking game, you know, like who cares? But it was more the principle of the thing that they weren't listening to me. And it took somebody, it took me reaching out to somebody else to reach out to them to actually show that they, they were in the wrong this whole time and I was in the right. So, again, fight for what you you feel that you deserve. Never back down on that. Um, I think that's important. Um, so, I will say this is, like, nasty petty of me. And I will... Again, own up to it. This is truly, 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 truly petty. I did this two sandwich challenge. What I did was I, I ate a Popeye chicken sandwich. I did a review. I ate a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. I did a review. I don't remember if I put that out there on this podcast. I don't remember if I talked about it. If I did, I'm sorry I'm repeating myself. But good, I want to hammer it home. Um, so, the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Let me tell you something. I can understand why people were going fucking bananas for this sandwich. I tried it twice. And both times. Wow. It was delicious. It was so, it was the best chicken sandwich I have ever had in my entire life. How I described it is perfectly how it was. You take fried chicken. You, you, I'm sorry. You take chicken from, like, the store um, that's in that, you know, meat packet in the, in the produce section. It's got bones in it, whatever. You take that chicken, fry it, and it's almost like they fried it, and then they scraped all that chicken off left it intact, left it whole, and put it on a sandwich. It is the juiciest sandwich I have ever had. I actually was eating the sandwich and got, like, juice on my face while I was eating it, um, which is one is funny. My sisters showed their kids me eating the Popeye's chicken sandwich, and the kids came up to me and like, how's that chicken sandwich? I'm like, wasn't it? It was so good. You guys got to try it. So it actually prompted my sister to go try it. Um, the best chicken sandwich ever. I'm not going to kill or name no one over a damn chicken sandwich, but it was good. It was good. Um, but I see why people go crazy over it. There must be, one of my friends is like, I think there's crack in this sandwich because it just like, 
I wanted to eat it as slow as possible because it was just the best chicken sandwich ever. Oh, Ooh, Lord. I'm, I'm like having flashbacks. I would prefer that sandwich over to that. I said it. Um, then you get to the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Uh, my sister says, oh, you know, it's not fair because you had, I had lettuce and cheese on it. Well, let me tell you something. That shouldn't matter because the actual sandwich itself, it, it tasted like, a regular old chicken sandwich that you get from any other place, but with a ton of salt put on it. And when I say a ton, when I bit into that sandwich and lettuce isn't salty and cheese isn't salty, when I bit into that sandwich, I almost threw up. It was the most, it was like eating ham. Oh, it was so gross. I've never said this ever. Yes, I have. I lied. I'll never eat there again. Not just because it, you know, the sandwich was a side of hate, but it was just a disgusting sandwich. It was gross. And the waffle fries, they, like, forced you to have waffle fries. I didn't ask for waffle fries. They just gave me waffle fries. I don't even like waffle fries. Um, the, the waffle fries were pointless. I mean, I was just not happy. Not ha- what not not a good experience. So the audacity they have to be anti LGBT with nasty food. Ugh. I don't know. They got nerve. Anyway, so that was um I did actually do the review, which is on my Instagram. You might have to search for it a little bit, but both are on my Instagram. Um, yeah. So I did that. I also wanted to discuss the fact that November was Transgender Awareness Month. And I think it was a successful month. I think a lot of non-transgender people were posting and talking about us, and I was just really happy how it went. Um, Oh, that reminds me of something that happened. One of the biggest things that happened towards the end of this last month, which happened like Friday or Saturday, came out. Billy D. Williams came out. Not that he's trans, but just for the LGBT. I, I include it because he's part of the LGBTQ spectrum, as we all found out. He did an interview with Donald Glover where he said that he feels gender fluid. Not he feels, he is gender fluid. That's his truth. Gender fluid means you don't feel like you're a man. You don't feel like you're defined by male male or female. You feel like you're both at any time. Does it mean necessarily that you wear feminine clothing or whatnot? You can, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. It just means that you feel like both genders and you don't identify as a he or a she. You you identify as both and you can use both pronouns. And that was 
you know, one of my friends is like, I don't understand why this is a big deal for newsworthy. And I'm like, because Billy D. Williams has been the symbol of sex in the black community for decades. And for somebody at that level to come out at 82 years old and say, I feel gender fluid is amazing. It's amazing. Nico Tortorelli is, um, I'm saying his name wrong. It's Tortorella. Anyway, um, he came out as gender fluid not too long ago, maybe a couple years ago. That was big news because he was looked at, and I think he still is, as a Hollywood leading man, you know. I think if a movie came out where he was the lead, people would go see it. Fangirls, all of that. So when he came out as gender fluid, he came out, girl, okay, he came out as gender fluid and he he is married to a woman, but he came out and he does wear masculine clothing. He does wear feminine clothing. He mixes it up. He'll have his beard and full makeup and, you know, shirtless with a corset and, you know, thigh-high boots. He doesn't care. He's gender fluid, and I love it. I I'm, I gag whenever he wears something on the red carpet because it's almost like um, Billy Porter, but with drag queen involved. Oh, so I, I just love when Nico posts stuff where he's dressed up. I just think it's so, because you can see how happy he is. And it's like, he's been living this truth privately and now he gets to live it publicly and no one's judging him. Speaking of which, I have to find it on Twitter. I have to find it because it is so important. And I cried when I saw this. Okay. So there's this guy. Oh, here it is. I found it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. There's this kid on Instagram. Follow him. Z-A-R-I-J Styles. S-T-Y-L-E-Z. All together. So Z-A-R-I-J S-T-Y-L-E-Z. It's his... Look at the post he did for Holly Holiday Glam Tutorial. So, why I love it, his name is Tavares. I'm pretty sure he's just, I don't think he's any, I think he's cisgender gay man. I'm pretty sure. But he likes to wear makeup. This holiday glam tutorial, let me tell you something. When I went in to the comments to comment on it, I saw other people posting. I'm like, oh, what are they going to do now? Because he's a a gay black man putting on makeup. What are they going to do? Because I was ready. I was ready, honey. I was ready to cuss someone the fuck out. The first comment I saw was from a straight guy. I was a little offended by it because of how it starts. Um, oh, let me see if I can find it. Okay, this is what it is. Nah, I think he meant now, but he put N-A-H, which is nah. Nah, as a straight man, parentheses, had to make that part clear. Homeboy went to work on this makeup with some talent. I hated that he said that. 
So, of course, I that was the first comment I saw. So I said, right. I responded to him. I go, right. Because if you complimented him, we'd all assume you're gay. Boy, bye. Give a compliment and move on. No disclaimer needed. And then someone said, it's not that deep. <laughs> so we were just trying to tell him to just, like, give a compliment, whatever. So I was like, oh, if I see this, here I go. I keep scrolling. I could not find one comment where someone called him a fag, called him stupid, said that he was trying to demasculate the black man. Everyone was supportive. A couple of cisgender women were like, bitch, you need to teach me. I was so happy to see that. I, like, started crying because so many times black people hate other black people. So many times we're putting each other down, whether it's cisgender, black people attacking LGBT people, black people, whether it's LGBT black people attacking each other, whether it's, you know, cisgender black people attacking each other. But this was one instance where everybody was just here to give a compliment. He's gotten 132,000 likes, 16.9 thousand retweets, and 1.5 thousand comments. I am floored. Like, I, I, oh, I just love him. I just love him. I'm so glad I found this post. I don't even remember how I found it. People were saying, girl, you don't even need makeup. Look at your skin. And I was just like, yes. And then my friend commented on it. Um, my friend Jackie, who is cisgender black woman, I forgot what she said. Hold on, let me look. Um, she said, he did majority of this with one hand. Teach me, please. <laughs> that he, he really did the majority of his makeup with one hand, both sides. And ah, I just, I had to mention it because right in the, like I said, even though he is gay, he was, he's not trans, I still consider anybody in our group part of Awareness Month. Just like whenever gay pride happens, I don't just think, oh, it's just for gay people. It's for all of us. I'm sorry. We are all intermingled. So, yeah, it was just nice to see right as the, um, the month was ending. So, shout out to Tavares. Do your thing. Do your thing. Um, yeah, so I was so happy to see that. Uh, speaking of which, I want to give a quick movie review. Um, Knives Out with Chris Evans, um, Daniel Craig, Catherine Langford, Jamie Lee Curtis, Don Johnson, Christopher Plummer. Good murder mystery movie. Uh, it felt like an Agatha Christie movie. But, um, so what it is, is Christopher Plummer is the patriarch of this family. Oh, and Michael Shannon, too. And 
he mysteriously dies one night. Um, but not like a regular, like, dies in his sleep because he's old. His throat is slashed in his study, and a knife is found. Everyone in his family becomes a suspect. Um, Lakeith Stan- Stanfield is in it, too. He um, is the boxing cop, because it's all filled with boxing, by the way. Well, Eastern Mass. Um, he's a boxing cop, and he calls in. Well, no, he doesn't. Somehow, some someone has paid uh, former Detective Benoit Blanc to be on this investigation to see if it was a murder, if it was a suicide or not. Someone has paid him, and you don't find out to the end who's paid him. And it was a little weird, though. Um, Captain... America swore a lot. Like, there's this one scene where Chris Evans is like, you suck it, and you suck it, and you suck it. I'm like, oh, Captain Mr. Rogers. I was shocked. I mean, I understand that Chris Evans is more than just Captain America, but but the last movie he did, he was Captain America. He was older Captain America in Avengers Endgame, and then so to see him in this, I was, I just, I gasped, and my nephew was laughing at me because I was like, I kept saying out loud, oh, Captain Rogers, oh, my God. His, he was just, Chris is so, Chris's performance in this movie is light years away from Captain Steve Rogers, light years. Um, wow. Anyway, um, so that was a good movie. The twist at the end was good. Um, I liked it. Worth seeing. Um, 21 Bridges with Chadwick Boseman. Also a good movie. Um, The only thing about that movie, it was so good, but the only thing about that movie I did not like is there was a huge, like, big reveal in the middle of the movie. They kept hinting at it throughout the movie, throughout the first part of it, which I wish they didn't. Had they just let the audience be like, hey, are they going to talk about that? Hey, are they going to? But instead, they were very self-aware, and I wish they weren't self-aware. I wish they just had let it go. If they had, that would have been easily a five-star movie because the performances, the action, everything was amazing in that. It's just that one thing. It's called 21 Bridges because there's um, a cop killer, plural, um, two cop killers in the state of in uh, Manhattan. Chadwick Boseman's character comes in and shuts all 21 bridges that will take you excuse me, in or out of Manhattan. And he wants to trap the killer inside of the city. So, good movie. Another good movie, five stars. There was nothing wrong with this movie except the fact that it was three and a half hours long. Um, But even then, it didn't feel like it. The Irishman with Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Harvey Keitel makes an appearance. It's about um, 
there's this guy named Frank the Irishman Sheeran who takes credit for killing Jimmy Hoffa and having his body disposed of back in 1975. So while everybody else is like, where'd Jimmy Hoffa go? Frank is saying he's the one that killed him and he had his people dispose of him. Um, This is a true story. This is what Frank is claiming. It's just one version of what could have happened or what, excuse me, sorry, I keep, I still have my cold, so. Um, So, yeah, who knows if it's true or not, but this is, that's the, the, the story. If you want any reviews on anything I discussed, TV, um, movies, music, whatever, go to my page, Real emmymorgan.blogspot.com and you can see all my reviews. I just loaded everything up. I have more uh, reviews like Frozen 2. I know I said something about it last week, but I have a lengthier review um, and some other movies. So, um, The final topic I wanted to talk about. Um, I'm starting to see, and I don't know if I didn't notice it before, I'm starting to see a lot of posts where people, it doesn't matter what group they identify with or what gender they identify with. It doesn't matter. Some people that I follow are starting to post stuff about how they're being sober, how they're getting clean. Some of it was surprising. Like I have a friend who I didn't realize she was struggling and she came out and said, Hey, I haven't had a drink in a year. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even know. So what I want to say is this. I don't care if you like this person. If you stumble upon something like that, please give them your unabashed support. The thing about them posting it is they want this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's cathartic. One of my friends, his name is Nick Capra. He is a gay porn star. No, he's not just a gay porn star. He's He has sex with whoever he feels like it. He's amazing. Such a nice guy. If you actually talk to him, complete sweetheart. Um, I don't, <laughs> like I mentioned before, Porn doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't get me aroused. It doesn't do anything for me. So, unfortunately, I don't really watch his porn. But um, I've seen a couple of, like, he posts some clips. And so if I go to his page, I'll see a clip, and I'm like, oh, geez, Louise, whatever. It doesn't make me blush at all. I'm not a prude when it comes to other people's stuff, like, Someone could walk in front of me naked, and I would be like, oh, that's weird. Why are you walking in front of me naked? But I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, you have to cover my eyes. I'm not like a prude. I'm definitely a prude when it comes to my own body, but I'm not really a prude when it comes to other people. He's got one of the nicest butts I have ever seen in my entire life. It's like it's like in the Rolls Royce of butts. I've never seen anything like this. But anyway, um, he's at 85 days clean. The last time he did that, he um, he had been, like, in the hundreds of days clean, and he had a slip-up. 
it angered me that he had to put out a post stating people were laughing at him and making fun of him because he had a slip up. How dare you? You know, it's kind of funny how people look down on kids who are bullies, yet we as adults, and I've said this in another podcast, I know I have, we as adults bully each other so badly, it's just, it irks me. It's mind-blowing why we do this. Um, Support one another. We need the support. We don't need hecklers. We don't need people especially when you're going through a sobriety thing. What if your one little message of support is what pushes them over the edge to do even better? What if they were struggling and they were just like, oh, my God, I feel like I need a drink. And they see that message of support and they're like, you know what? This person took time out of their day to give me a shout-out. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this for them. Maybe I'm not gonna do it for myself anymore. Maybe I'm gonna do it for that positive message. Whatever. But do not do not make fun of them. Do not laugh at them. We all if you laugh at them, that means you are perfect. That means you are putting it out there that you are perfect and you are better than somebody else. And you're not. Let me just hold the surprise. You're not. You're no better than anybody else. So don't even go there because I will come for you. Okay, boo? Thank you. Um, I, I Obviously, you know that spoils my blood when I see shit like that or hear shit like that. So, yeah. Um, he, I think the last time he posted, he was at 86 days. So, Nick, I want you to know that A, I love you, B, you got this, and C, you're a fucking rock star. And I also want to thank you because he did a post on Instagram where he said that he likes to partake, not partake, I'm, I'm sounding stupid when I say stuff like that. He enjoys having sex with trans women as well as gay men. And some gay men have contacted him and like, bitched him out for it. Who the fuck are you to tell somebody else who they can and cannot have sex with? For a gay man to tell him he cannot have sex with anybody but gay men is like a heterosexual person telling gay men not to have sex with other men, that they can only have sex with women. They are being hypocrites, and they're doing exactly what they're against. Stop telling people who they can and cannot share their bed with. It's none of your fucking business. Stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it, especially in the LGBT plus community. You do not have any room to talk about anybody else. No. Don't talk about, don't be posting on your profile, no fat, no Asians, no femme, no black. Don't post that. If you aren't attracted to that, fine. Talk to the person. Let them know you're not my type. You don't have to give them an explanation, but do not post that on your on your profile. And don't tell people who they can fuck in their game. You are nobody. You are not the person to tell somebody else to do that. 
sit your ass down. Rant over. Anyway, so that's all I had today. Um, see, noisy neighbor is quiet now. Um, he only usually lasts, uh, I don't know, maybe 30, 30 minutes. He'll be back at it because he's, like, very sporadic. He'll, like, be noisy for, like, like I said, 30, 40 minutes. He'll stop, and then he'll start up again. He's so inconsistent and weird. I just wish he would just stop being an asshole. <laughs> but whatever. Um, but, yeah, thank you for letting me rant again. Um, it's December 1st, guys. You know what that means. Hallmark and Lifetime Holiday Movies. Cannot wait. Um, as always, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I love you guys so much. Um, I constantly get messages, more so now than ever, um, with people who have listened. So thank you. I am looking forward to them. And, again, thank you for sending my friend Carmen love. I'll let her know um, that everybody was pulling for her, and uh, I'll give you an update next week. So I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.